Hello everyone and welcome to the Men in Tights podcast. Today's episode is all about the WWE's 32nd annual Royal Rumble pay-per-view event, our start on the road to WrestleMania. We got a stacked card, all these matches look like they're going to be pretty great, and I look forward to seeing all of them this Sunday, so let's get to these predictions. First up we have the two kickoff show matches, which I understand why some people are upset that these are on the kickoff show, but when you look at the whole card, top to bottom, I mean, you had to put some matches on the kickoff show, these are the two matches to do it. Starting off with the Cruiserweight Championship Fatal 4-Way Match. Champion Buddy Murphy defending against Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami. Now obviously this is going to be a fast-paced, exciting match with a lot of exciting and awesome spots from all four men. And honestly, this is a match where it could go either way and I would not be upset with any of them winning. And, but, I have to look at it as... I mean, Buddy Murphy has been champion since Super Showdown. Kalisto, he's a former champion. Akira Tozawa is a former champion. But Hideo Itami has not won the Cruiserweight Championship yet. Has, in fact, he hasn't won any championships at all in the WWE since his time in NXT and then coming up to 205 Live. So I say he's due for a championship run. Uh, so my prediction is... Uh, if Buddy Murphy is not to retain, then we will see Hideo Itami crowned as the new Cruiserweight Champion. The next kickoff show match that we have is the the United States Championship match. Rusev defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. And this is going to be a pretty good match. I mean, they made evented SmackDown a few weeks ago where Rusev won the championship from Nakamura. And... Uh, it's definitely going to be a very good match, very exciting match. I'm a fan of both men. And, and we haven't seen Lana on the show the last few weeks. Then again, we haven't seen much of Rusev or Nakamura. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. And so, I mean, it might be too soon for Rusev to lose the championship. I mean, he did just win it, you know, just under, just over three to four weeks ago. So, I'm predicting, uh, you know... Unless there's some kind of screw job finish that Rusev will retain the championship. And now on to the main show matches. I'll start it off with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships with champions The Bar defending against co best in the world, The Miz and Shane McMahon. Now, the way they've been building up this storyline of The Miz and Shane since the Crown Jewel pay-per-view with the best in the world, you know, championship tournament thing, uh, it's very obvious that at some point, these two are going to fight each other. Very likely, it's going to be at WrestleMania 35, um, but we have, you know, two months to go before we know for sure that that's where they're going. Uh, but it's the very likely outcome for this storyline since it's been building up for three months now yeah and 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 the way especially the way things ended on smackdown this week it seems pretty clear to me that we're gonna see the miz and shane mcmahon win the championships that is my prediction i mean it'll suck for the bar to lose the championships and it'll suck for all the other tag teams that are deserving of the championship that haven't won it uh Looking at the uh, the good brothers, Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson, uh, Sanity, uh, I don't know. But that's my prediction, Miz and Shane to win, 
and then lose it again at some point, either at ch Elimination Chamber or Fastlane, more likely Fastlane, which will lead to them fighting one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania 35. Then the next matchup we have is the Raw Women's Championship match, Ronda Rousey defending against Sasha Banks. I'm sorry if I sound a little funny, I'm kind of having cold symptoms or flu-like symptoms or maybe it's allergies, I'm not sure yet. I forgot to take my allergy meds today, so that might be it. But we have uh, probably Ronda Rousey's first big challenge. One-on-one uh, -on -one challenge, at least, since her debuting in the WWE at WrestleMania 34 last year. Uh, I mean, she had great showing in her debut match at WrestleMania last year. Had an exciting match with Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Had a surprisingly very good match with Nikki Bella at Evolution. Had a pretty good match with Nick with Nia Jax at Money in the Bank and at <clears throat> TLC. Um... I mean, obviously, you know, if you're on the booking team for WWE or a creative team, uh, you're going to want Ronda Rousey to maintain, you know, her momentum and be champion going into WrestleMania. So, sorry, Sasha, but don't think you're going to win it this time. I don't know why I'm saying it like she's listening, because there's yeah, no damn way that she's listening to this. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be an exciting match. Not sure. You know, if there's going to be any, like, surprise swerves or screw jobs or anything like that. But, Ronda Rousey to retain. That is my prediction. And then the SmackDown Women's Championship, we have Asuka defending against the man, Becky Lynch. And, again, another one that's going to be a very exciting match that I am very much looking forward to seeing. And, obviously, you know, we love Becky Lynch. We were upset that she lost the title at the TLC pay-per-view. Even though it was a pretty damn good match, it was like awesome, exciting. I'm happy that they made a vented. They was they more than deserved that spot. Uh, but again, like I said with with a couple of the other matches before, like with Rusev, just won the championship a month ago. They're not gonna take it off for right now because the way it looks, it's like they're built. They're trying to rebuild Asuka to what she was prior to her defeat to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania last year, so, which, with Asuka, I feel like they're gonna try to build her up as champion, uh, at least until after WrestleMania, but my hope is that they'll have her stay champion until SummerSlam, so that's my prediction. Asuka to retain, and then Becky Lynch to go on and do something else on the show, which I will get to in a little bit, but moving on to the Men's World Championship matches. We have the WWE Championship of Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, which we know is going to be another great, awesome, classic wrestling match from the two because we know that that's all that they can give us. They are two of the best in the WWE, two of the best in the world, and I mean, nine times out of ten, they do not disappoint us. And kind of like with, again, like I said, with Asuka and Ronda Rousey and Rusev, it's a little too soon to take the championship off of Daniel Bryan, and I don't know, it's just, I, don't know, I feel like I'm not really doing a very good job with those predictions, little podcast episode, I mean, I'm only eight minutes in, and I'm already at the WWE Championship match, but that's what happens when, you know, you don't really have much of a story going on with a lot of these matches, I also don't have a lot of matches on the pay-per-view either. Because we know, you know, 
at least at, at least two hours of the whole pay per view is going to be devoted to the Royal Rumble matches. Uh, but anyways, with Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, it's going to be another great match. Probably going to go at least twenty minutes, I'm sure. Uh, but Daniel Bryan to retain, and uh, because I feel like he's going to keep the championship going into WrestleMania as well. But we shall see how that works out. And then from Monday Night Raw, we have the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar defending against Finn Balor, which was a big surprise to a lot of us from a couple, a couple weeks ago when they switched things up on us with Braun Strowman being taken out of the match, which, you know, other better people have d discussed that. I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, but we have... Him, we have Finn Balor taking Braun Strowman's place, taking on Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, the championship that Finn Balor never lost. And I mean, if the matches that Brock Lesnar had with AJ Styles at Survivor Series 2017 and then Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018 are anything to go by, then I'm pretty sure we're going to get almost exactly the same kind of match out of Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor because. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he seems to do very well with the smaller guys. You know, well, not really smaller, but smaller by comparison. Because we all remember the match he had with CM Punk at SummerSlam 2013, and that was a pretty damn good match as well. Uh, it was one of the matches of the year that year as well. Because uh, I guess with Brock, he, he's, he's, let's be honest. A lot of fans might, might not like Brock Lesnar because you know he's part he's technically a part-timer he's you know you know cut, comes and goes as he pleases but he's a smart businessman he knows the value of his name and he knows that with the with the guys like Finn Balor and AJ Styles and Obi Buck that he can bring out the best kind of match out of them because he can work you know the him being the big strong fighter against the smaller guy who's there to prove himself and I don't know, just that's me. Out of all the non-rumble matches matches that are on the review, I'm actually probably looking forward to seeing that one the most because I'm gonna we're definitely gonna be in in, in for some good shit with that one. But one thing that I was actually thinking about because I was talking about it with a few people is. Well, remember how at SummerSlam when Finn Balor went against Baron Corbin and right when it was time for Finn Balor to come out for the match? Lights turned off. They start playing the demon Finn Balor music. He came out as the demon. Everyone shit their pants with excitement because we had no idea that that was going to happen. And then he kicked ass and won. Um, anyone who's paying attention... Every time Finn Balor has been the demon on the main roster WWE pay-per-views, he has not lost. So, if by chance they decide to bring the demon at the Royal Rumble, maybe we might see a new champion? We probably won't be, but you know, it's a nice thought to have. But as of right now, my prediction is for Brock Lesnar to retain and then go on to whoever is going to win the Men's Royal Rumble match, which I will discuss right now. Alright, as of right now for the Men's Royal Rumble match, we have confirmed entrance of R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, 
Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade, Cien Almas, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. That's 20 confirmed names for the Royal match for the men's side so far, which means we have 10 open spots where pretty sure maybe half of the, of that 10 will be surprise entrants. Now, whether they are returning superstars or debuting superstars or just surprise one-off appearances like last year when we had Hurricane show up, which was pretty awesome. Now, now we do know that you know, EC3 is on the main roster now, so maybe he'll be one of those as of yet to be named 10 entrants. And there is that little uh, tournament thing that they're doing uh, with with a NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live people, where the winner of that is supposed to be entered into the Royal Rumble match, so that's another spot right there, which would leave us still with eight other extra spots on there, because, I don't know, I mean, there's still a lot of names on the main roster that could easily fill those spots up, because, you know, we see, I mean, we, we have Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, and... Uh, Aiden English, he could still wrestle even though he's the commentator on 205 Live now. So, you know, that's those are some spots right there that they could fill up. Um, uh, oh, the returning Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens could pop up in there as well. We don't know for sure. But, you know, they are expected to return very soon. Sunday would be a good time for them to do that. And Yeah, other than that, I'm not really sure who else could fill up those spots. Uh, uh, you know, and I'm not sure who's going to be the, quote, Iron Man of the match. Because uh, every Royal Rumble match has that guy that lasts longer than anybody else. I'm not sure who it's going to be this time, but... Um, but my prediction to win the match, who, which, who has been my prediction for the last several months, Seth Rollins is my prediction. <laughs> That's my prediction, and it's actually who I really want to win the match. That he, I predict for him to win, go on to WrestleMania, to challenge Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, and dethrone Brock Lesnar, and become the new Universal Champion, and that would just be awesome. It's what we've been wanting for the last three years, basically. We have been wanting Seth Rollins to take down Brock Lesnar, and walk out of City Field. Oh, sorry, not City Field. MetLife Stadium. I don't know why I said City Field. Well, I mean, it's New York, New Jersey area. It's City Field is where the New York Mets play, and I am a New York Mets fan, so that's probably why I have them on my head. And plus, I did mention Kurt Hawkins a little while ago, and he's a big Mets fan as well. But anyways, that's all slightly off topic. At MetLife Stadium, that I predict Seth Rollins is going to win the World Rumble, go to MetLife Stadium, and take the Universal Championship from Brock Lesnar. And then now we have the Women's World Rumble match. And for the conf confirmed entrance of the Women's Royal Rumble match, we have Carmella, Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Mickey James, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Charlotte Flair, Tamina, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, the debuting Lacey Evans, and the returning Alexa Bliss. 23, which leaves 7 open spots for the Women's Royal Rumble match, which, you know, like last year where they had several surprise entrants, could go to anybody. Uh, 
it could we could see uh, Nikki Bella and Brie Bella return again for this Royal Rumble match. We could see a few more, you know, legends return as well. Because yeah, last year we had Trish, Lita, Molly Holly, uh, Jacqueline, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Beth Phoenix. Uh, so, hey, maybe this year we'll see the returns of, and, you know, what, what legendary women wrestlers that could come back for this. Uh, uh, we can see Ivory return. Maybe she was at the Evolution pay-per-view. She just was inducted into the Hall of Fame last year. She could be Surprise entrant, Victoria, former multi-time women's champion and TNA knockouts champion. She could be a surprise entrant. That would be awesome. She's one of my favorites. I definitely miss her. Uh, I would say Gail Kim, if she wasn't still with Impact Wrestling. Plus, she doesn't have the best, you know, opinions of WWE currently. Uh, you know, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, Karma. She could be a surprise entrant. She was a surprise entrant for the 2012 Royal Rumble, uh, where she was only the third woman in Royal Rumble history to be in the men's Royal Rumble match. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and as far as who I think is going to win the match, most people are predicting Charlotte Flair. But. As you mentioned, as I said earlier, uh, the, about Becky Lynch going on to do some other things. Maybe Becky Lynch finds herself as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble match, and either she is the one who wins the match overall, or we find ourselves with a uh, Royal Rumble 1994 scenario where her and Charlotte Flair will go over the top rope to get at the same time, like. Bret Hart and Lex Luger did, and there was no definitive winner. <sighs> Although the difference is, with that match, they had it where Bret would face the winner of Lex versus Yoko. That maybe with Charlotte Fuller and Becky Lynch would be a triple threat against Ronda Rousey, like they did at WrestleMania 20 for Benoit versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. And that that would be the main event for WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium. Which would make the first time in WrestleMania history that the women made event the pay-per-view. Which, honestly, if you're going to main event WrestleMania with the women, these are the three women to do it for the first time ever. Uh, and a lot of people have been wanting that. Hell, even on the Edge and Christian pod of awesomeness, Edge had been very vocal in saying Becky Lynch and... Ronda Rousey are it should be the main event of WrestleMania, and whether they would get that one-on-one -on -one WrestleMania match or if it is going to be a triple threat match, like so many of us suspect, this is the way to do it. And so I guess you could say that's my double prediction, where it could be Charlotte Flair or Becky Lynch, or well, triple prediction: Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, or both for the women's Royal Rumble match. And, well, that's going to conclude this podcast. It's a short one. Sorry that I didn't really go into too much detail about this. It's, honestly, like I said, not that much story to go off of with a lot of, with a lot of these matches. Other than just, I mean, because a couple, most of them are really, like, 
rematches or variations of a rematch. So, again, not really sure about what story to go off of with them. Uh, but, hey, if you guys have any uh, opinions on what you think is going to happen at the pay-per-view, if you have your predictions for these matches, please feel free to share them with me. Uh, and, you know, uh, I hope you all enjoyed hearing my predictions, and I do thank you all for watching and listening, and please remember to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell on the YouTube channel so you don't miss out on new uploads, and follow me on all my social media posted in the description, etc, 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 blah, blah, blah. Next week, I'll be back with my Toxic Fans episode that, yes, I have discussed previously on one or two episodes already, but I felt like I had more to say. Uh, and I, that's, I want to say it. <laughs> uh, after the week after that, I have my, as I call it, shooting the shit episode where, as of right now, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, so I guess I'll just be shooting the shit. <laughs> and then I'll have my Elimination Chamber predictions after that, which is, you know, if, speaking of the Edgy Christian podcast, Sasha Banks interview from last week where she said, you know, there's... No time between these pay-per-views for the fans to digest these stories and get invested in these stories because, you know, for almost a Sunday, three weeks later is Elimination Chamber, three weeks after that is Fastlane, and then four weeks after that is WrestleMania. So it's just, yeah, all this happening over the course of just over two months, you know? <sighs> but, yeah, that's all I have for you guys right for today. You know, and as always, feel free to tweet me at IamFossitude if you have any suggestions or if you have any questions for me that I will answer on a future podcast and any suggestions I will take into consideration. <sighs> and thank you all so much for watching and for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.